ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Troy to Go Variety Show, season four, episode two. Woohoo! Again, as as most times, not always, most times, I have my dear brother Justin with me. How you doing, bud? Good. Two for two on season four, though. So I'm I know excited. <laughs> you're practically a permanent co-host at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely the co-host of season four. Yes, for sure. Hard to argue that. You're you're my rock. You're my (laughs) you're all reliable. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So what we actually want to talk about today is Walt Disney World and their 50th anniversary. Yep. So um, as I'm sure many of you have seen on our social media and just kind of social media in general, Walt Disney World, um, specifically the Magic Kingdom, is celebrating their 50th anniversary of being open. Um, So they're having a big, huge um, celebration down there in Orlando. New design on the castle to celebrate, new fireworks shows, um, and all that good stuff. And it is kind of crazy down there right now. Yeah. And Troy, I want to preface this because we're going to be giving our opinions on something that we really haven't seen outside of like streaming or services but like we are disney experts i think that's an undisputed fact and yeah stone cold fact yeah and and like we've i think this is already things that we've talked about on previous episodes but we are owners correct yeah so we we own walt disney world not the man um (laughs) r.i.p definitely don't own him but yes we are shareholders in the walt disney company yeah and as shareholders you know i'm torn because as someone who likes to go to disney i can barely afford it (laughs) as a disney stockholder i'm making money you know what i'm saying so we would we would need to like save our dividends for like what i don't know 50 years and then we could buy a ticket to go to disney world yeah at least (laughs) a hopper maybe even not a hopper you know yeah (laughs) just a day pass like you know just you're stuck Mm -hmm. so justin i'm you like we're disney experts but you are you're the ringleader in this circle sure as many of you know our followers and friends and family know yeah so i want you to kind of take the reins on this, what, where, where should we start with the 50th anniversary? Sure. Well, I think Troy, you mentioned something that I think we can touch on very quickly because we've actually seen this in person when we went in May was mm-hmm. the new castle. Yes. So they, they painted the castle. It's kind of like this rose gold pinkish mm-hmm. hue mm-hmm. and it didn't really bother me. I think it like looks fine. Uh, any kind of comments on that? Um, I, I mean, I think it looks cool. I mean, I was yeah. like when they when they kind of make updates to the castle for celebrations. Yeah. And Troy, the real is one. Yeah, it looks fine. And, and we can give them kind of a, a pass on that. And, and like, good job. And it looks better with the 50 eb- emblem up and on there. Yes. But this is maybe, you know, a good time to call back 25 years ago on their 25th anniversary when me and you just discovered we were actually physically there 
Right, right. And they decorated the whole castle as a birthday cake, like a pink, ugly, frosted birthday cake. And it so is atrocious. Yeah. I, yeah. I that looked so bad. And like I don't really remember it because I was two at the time. Yeah. Because that was 96 and I was born in 94. So, like, I was really, really little. I don't really remember that. Yeah. And that was probably your first trip. It it was one of my first trips down there. That's for sure. Yeah. So, you probably just thought the castle always looked that ugly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know any better at that point. Yeah. Looking back at those photos. And, by the way, I did post a picture of that on my Instagram. It's my Mm -hmm. most recent post i'm pretty sure it's the first picture up um and it it's just it's something else man who whoever thought that was a a good idea it is probably the same person who thought kite tails was a good idea oh oh no try yeah let's transition into that because you know I, i point out the cake castle mostly because disney is not perfect like as nostalgic as we are they have made mistakes before and i think the best place to start with this um you know celebration of the 50th is the special shows that they put in place this is like a big selling point for people to come down and visit because they have all new fireworks shows at epcot magic Mm -hmm. kingdom and then at animal kingdom uh, they're not allowed to do fireworks because of it upsets the animals, right? Which makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But they have this lagoon there near the Tree of Life that is, I'm just going to say it, cursed. Oh, I don't yeah. think they've ever had a successful show there. And they've tried like two or three different things. The latest thing that they tried, Troy, is uh, an atrocious attempt at like placating fans and trying to get them to come and watch something or sit in the heat. Mm -hmm. Uh, They, their idea for a high level show was to take these fabric kites that were like shaped like characters. So there's one that looks like Simba, one that looks like Baloo from the Lion King, one that looks like King Louie from the Lion King. Jungle Book. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. The Jungle Book. Yes. Thank you. Um, Pulling them behind a jet ski that's not themed to anything I could see. It was just like a jet ski, just a normal sea do. Yeah. Which that is very not Disney. Just to like pull it on a jet ski. Right. Yeah. Like, Like, I don't know if like they're still trying to work everything out with this show. If they don't care, they just want to do something. Um, but like, it's in it's at the lagoon, and it is like Animal Kingdom is notoriously one of the hotter parks to be in. Yeah, because most of the stuff is outdoors. There's not a lot of cover. Um, it's pretty open, and it's there's a lot of like wild uh, like foliage and trees and stuff, and it's just. It's a very humid park. It's very yeah. hot. Yeah. And they at this lagoon, there is no cover. And it they're just trying to get people to sit out in the hot sun and watch this show. And every video that that is being posted on like TikTok and Twitter and stuff, 
is just a disaster. It's these, yeah. It's the kites getting caught in trees. It's the kites falling into the water and like nose diving. It's just nothing about this show seems to be going correctly or how they anticipate it. Yeah, Troy, I saw a video of the kite actually flipping the sea dew. So it's like completely just a, a mess. And no, you're 100% right. Is like, um, you know, Disney putting this out there when it's not 100% ready or not in a good spot where it's like consistently running at least how they envisioned it. Right. Because mm-hmm. we can have a debate on whether it's a good show or a bad show or cheap or you know, expensive or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you have cast members getting flung into the water, your kites going into the water, into the trees, getting stuck, um, they've had multiple shows that they haven't been able to even finish because there's yeah. been problems. And, and in the age of social media and blo- and vlogging and blogging and that kind of stuff, like you, they're just getting murdered for the show. Oh yeah. Like, like i don't know why they thought this was the right idea yeah because like if you wanted to do something at animal kingdom and at night they do have they for the 50th anniversary um spaceship earth uh the tower of terror the the hollywood hotel and uh hollywood studios magic kingdom obviously and um the tree of life at animal kingdom they did do new lighting to all yeah. of those, all of the landmarks for the parks, they did update with new like nighttime lighting and stuff like that, and it all looks really cool. Why they decide to add on this kite show, we don't really know. That lagoon is just kind of sitting there, not ever used, and I guess they're trying to do something there, yeah. but they just can't do it. It's just not working, and to me, and this is like maybe too obvious where they haven't thought of it but i think the real answer is probably cost um but to me you have that giant lagoon put in a fountain show like you have an awesome fountain show in california adventure on the west coast Mm -hmm. world of color you can easily do something very similar like you know how to do it there's people on your team that like do the show every day right right so you can build a fountain show in that lagoon that you can do at night that people will actually want to see like to me that is so obvious and the fact that they refuse to do it and they keep putting in like a weird parade show with boat floats that yeah don't work and a weird kite show now that doesn't work and like you can't do something in that spot in the middle of the day because it's too hot right right and I just kind of want to circle back to our trip in May when we went down there because they did a boat parade, but it was just one boat with like three characters on yeah. it. Yeah. And like there's three characters on the boat. It was like Launchpad McQuack, King Louie, like all from like the Tailspin show. Sure. And like it had three cast members who were just sitting on the boat. Like they just drove up and down the river and like had music playing on the pontoon boat. Again, not themed at all. Yeah. I, it like everything they do in terms of like in park entertainment at Animal Kingdom just seems so last minute, so thrown together, yeah. just zero effort behind it. 
which like I don't want to be here and just kind of dunk on Disney for the whole time because we are trying to celebrate the 50th mm-hmm. but like there's so many things that are like right there and like even like Fantasmic at um, Hollywood Studios is such a good example of like things like nighttime entertainment that they can do without having to do this larger than life fireworks show yeah i mean if you were to give me the reins of animal kingdom right now that is the very first thing i would do is fix that lagoon get a nighttime fountain show in there mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden you've turned that park around into a and it's already awesome like i love animal kingdom right but that specific area in a a, a really good show that people love would take that up to like a thousand like you would have people trying to pick like do we go to hollywood studios and watch phantasmic or do we go to animal kingdom and watch this fountain show or do we go to you know that's what you want at all four parks you want nighttime shows that people have to see so that they have to come four days and for them just and this is like a larger discussion that i really don't want to get into but if they keep jacking up the price of everything at Disney, which looks like that's going to be the trend, they need to start improving some of these things that they're adding. Like if you're going to come with a new thing, it's got to be worth the price and you have to validate that kind of thing. Like, Hey, we're still Disney. We're still doing it the best. Like if universal ever figures out their nighttime shows, like Disney's going to be in a world of hurt. Right, right. I mean, and like, I don't know if it's just like they spent so much time trying to figure out the new fireworks show at Magic Kingdom mm. and the new fireworks show at Epcot. Like that they just kind of like, ah, well, I mean, we, we got to do something. And like, this was a cool idea because like, in theory, like that's a pretty cool idea. But like, the the kites don't seem like super high quality like no. design wise like I, there's there's just so many things that like just leaves you wanting more with that yeah and this is a huge fail to me because it's like unforced error right like yeah. magic kingdom it's the magic kingdom's 50th anniversary so for that specific park you need to have a new nighttime show right that makes yes. a lot of sense that's the celebration animal kingdom i like you don't really need something new at animal kingdom it's the newest of all the parks Mm -hmm. and like i get it you want everything to be connected you want stuff going on at every park but like if this show wasn't ready like they're already saying that the 50th anniversary is going to be the full year october 1st to october 1st so give yourself a little bit more time to like get it figure it out and then execute on it right but it yeah but troy i don't want to get stuck too too far on animal kingdom do you have one last comment because i do want to talk about the other nighttime shows too yeah no i we need to just move on <laughs> yeah because like we, we could will... we could bitch about it all day yes exactly <laughs> but so troy let's go to epcot because i think for me, that's I'm ranking them from the bottom. Kite Tales is the worst. Epcot, I actually really liked. And it's controversial, that show. I think, like, I love the theme and the, the idea behind it of, like, hey, we've got all these stories, but they're not, like, 
American stories. They're like stories from around the world. Like, mm-hmm. and so hearing the Mulan song sung in Chinese or having Coco sung in Spanish, like makes a lot of sense and kind of feels cool. Um, yeah. The only, and, and I honestly liked the visuals. Um, I will say the Disney, the Disney stream kind of did themselves a disservice because they didn't have it super well planned out on like what they were zooming in on, what they were holding back on, like where they were supposed to be focused. I felt like a lot of the time they were kind of focused on weird spots during the show. Um, I watched, I I agree with that. That's just kind of one of the struggles of, you know, live editing. I mean, you know, that's if, if it would have been like a pre-recorded, you know, special showing on abc you know like they do for the christmas and the thanksgiving specials and stuff you know they would have edited that down made it you know a little more cohesive but you know there's moving parts on the barges and they're trying to you know get the big shots and when do we need to cut out because the fireworks are gonna go and there's just a lot of moving parts with that and you know but i mean overall i think you know, seeing the visuals that we saw on the barges and in the water projections and stuff was all really, really cool. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I liked it. And, and I thought the, the, again, the music is kind of the heart of this thing and that made the most sense. Mm-hmm. I wish they had done. And apparently this was kind of like, they introed the show a little bit better. If you were there in person, like, you know, in five minutes, the blah, blah, blah is going to start. And they kind of explained what the show was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which again didn't come across on stream but I would love for them to tell the story a little bit more of like what are we doing why is this like all playing because the way that the stream played out was just like cut into the first song second song third song like it just went song 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 and then at the end they had their like custom piece that was about the message right yeah so that would be my only call out there. But to be honest, I really liked it. And I liked the fountains and I liked the barges. And although I kind of wish that they could move those in and out every night, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to them just being permanent fixtures there. Like I give this one like a B, B plus, like where it is right now. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm pretty firm in that, you know, ballpark as well for all of that. Nice. Um, which so, one was your favorite song? Oh gosh, um, probably Coco because I just love yeah. Coco so much. I know, me too. That was my <laughs> favorite too. I was just like, yeah, I was like, this is so good, and I love all the music from there. And I like that they used his song from the end um, yeah. of the movie. That's like happy and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And I can speak a little bit of Spanish, so. I was like, oh, I kind of understand what they're saying. Congrats. (laughs) Yeah. Like very little bit, but just enough to get by. Enough Um, to pass 12th grade. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right. Barely. And then, Troy, the Magic Kingdom show, I think, was probably the best out of all of them. But I think people are a little hesitant to like get fully on board just because I you know, they're coming after two really, really strong fireworks shows. Wishes was super well loved and ran for like years and years. I think it ran for like over 10 years. And then um, Happily Ever After only ran for like two years, but 
people really love that one too. So yeah, and I hand up that's on me i did not watch the live stream of the new show oh yeah i didn't watch the live stream i watched it afterwards like on youtube but i thought it was good i just think that like you know people's expectations were like sky high right and it's you know it's a just a different version of happily ever after but i will say i'm old enough to remember two years ago when they switched from wishes to happily ever after and everyone hated it exactly everyone was like oh this this isn't good blah 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 i can't believe they took away wishes for this that was my whole childhood and then now that they're switching over to enchantment which is the new name of the new show people are saying the exact same thing and it's the exact same people like they're like i loved happily ever after like right so So, you know, to me, I think it was I think it was the best out of all three shows that were taking place. And, you know, it was good. And they they did awesome things with the projections on the castle. That's like by far my favorite part. The fireworks were cool. The projections on the castle were cool. Like this one to me is like, you know, an A minus maybe. Yeah, which is which is good to hear because I also heard very mixed things. I heard a lot of people saying, you know, it kind of stunk. It was a little boring. wasn't as good as Happily Ever After. Yeah. But then, you know, hearing that from you kind of makes me feel a lot better because I know we align on a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, always, and I mean... Which is always nice. Yeah, if you were to say, like, which one was better, Wishes, Happily Ever After, and this one, like, this one might be at the bottom, but, like, just for now. Like, I think... Yeah give it more time you start to hear the music you start to kind of like get into it a little bit more and i think people will warm up to it um right and the thing I you do... gotta remember is is that it's a it's a disney fireworks show they're good they right, are right. awesome they yeah. go all out for this kind of stuff and you know obviously you know with with them running for it you know as long as they do because you know they run it every night for like three four or five years for some of these shows you get attached yeah. multiple times you, that's the show you see and that's the one you remember that's the one that's locked in your head and then when they switch it up you're like oh well this is different i didn't you know well i don't like that they put this song in there i prefer that other song and you know you, you get your preferences and i get that but like the show itself is still good yeah and I'll be really interested to see in a year where we're at because this is technically for the 50th anniversary. So they're leaving themselves a little wiggle room to like go back to happily ever after at the end of this yeah. year. So we'll see if that happens or not. Either way, they'll have to rework the show because the 50th logo is pretty prominent in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it, the pro- interact with that on the castle so they'll have to rework that show anyways which makes me think they'll probably just go back to happily ever after um especially because people really liked it yeah like there's people crying at the end of the very last happily ever after yeah a little extreme yeah a little extreme it was a good show but uh you know it's a fireworks show at Disney. Let's be happy about it. Let's just yeah, keep, keep yeah. it moving. Yeah, go find your forever, okay? Go find your happily ever after. That's <laughs> exactly. what it was about, not crying because it's over. It, exactly. Listen, listen to the message, people. They spell it out for you. Yeah. Um, Troy, the, so that's kind of my my take on the shows. The next section that I thought was kind of interesting to talk about was 
the merchandise. Oh, and I don't really have a whole lot to say about the actual merch. I think it's all pretty like fine and mm-hmm. whatever. Not not stuff I'm like super into because I'm kind of adverse to having things with like 50th anniversary or like 2021. Like I don't really like to have stuff that's has dated date. Yeah. Unless it's like vintage. Like I now I would buy a shirt that was like the 25th birthday with like the ugly castle on it. Yeah. Like I would I would buy that and wear that now. But like if you had that from like your childhood, like I don't know. So so anyways, but but the real issue with the merchandise is like the TikToks and the Instagram videos and all this stuff of people literally like throttling each other and like punching each other in the Magic Kingdom to get like mugs and pins and sippers and like all this crap. It, it's insane. Like, I don't, like, I get that it is, you know, the 50th anniversary. It's a big deal. There's a lot more people invested, more invested in Disney than, you know, you and I are. Sure. I mean, and which is hard to believe because we're, like, the foremost Disney influencers out mm-hmm. there on the internet. But, true. like, it, it's just insane. Like, it's like, it's a, it's a $6 pin. Yeah. You're literally... It's a six dollar pin you're paying twenty bucks for, you know, that they're gonna sell online for a hundred. It's insane. Yeah. It's like so crazy. People just need to take a deep breath, relax a little bit, you know, like be just like you don't yeah. it's Disney. They're you're gonna be able to get your hands on it, you know? Yeah, and they have like Black Friday type crowds. It's just ridiculous and People were waiting for hours and hours on October 1st to get into the Emporium to buy. Which had been out for a week at that yeah. point. And yeah. then the funny thing was I saw a lot of people like yesterday and today being like, oh, it's October 2nd. It's October 3rd. Like, here's all the stuff people were punching each other over, like still here. And right, exactly. now it's like, at they're... Epcot and now it's at this place. Like. And like, so they're not going to run out of this stuff. They, like, correct. They will pump the stores full of that crap until yes. people stop buying it. Yes, for sure. Until it goes to the outlet. Like that's, that's the Disney way is like, we're, unless it's limited edition. Mm-hmm. So much of that stuff that they're going to have left over and they're going to be selling it for like $2 at the outlet. Oh yeah. Easy. I do. I do blame Disney a little bit for this because what they do, didn't do a good job of is putting the stuff in the parks online. I think they leaned too heavily into having all that stuff only available at the parks. Cause like I was looking at shop Disney the other day, there's like nothing really from the 50th on there yet. Right. Uh, um, and I'm sure again, there will be eventually, but it's not up there yet. And so that causes people who want to buy a, a bunch of stuff so that they can flip it on eBay so that they, you know, and that causes kind of a demand online. And so that kind of leads to a lot of that craziness. But I agree with you, Troy, like, you know, take a deep breath, look around at where you are and yeah. how you should be acting um, and realize that you're, at a spot that everyone's trying to have just like a great vacation with their family. They don't need people like going crazy over like the ugliest sipper 
um, that I've ever seen. And that's that's another big sticking point with me, Troy, is the big hot item. I don't know if you caught this that people were fighting over was like this super ugly cup <laughs> that had like spikes all. I mean, it was just the ugliest thing in the world. But apparently that was like going online, like people were selling it on eBay for like, you know, like good money. So that became the thing that everyone wanted to grab because that was selling on eBay. And then that caused the demand to go up because they were sold out and it caused a huge frenzy over like literally the ugliest cup I've ever seen. So, I mean, that that whole thing, like there's videos of people pushing and shoving and screaming at each other. It's just like, what are we doing here, people? Like, relax. And I get it because, Troy, you had to talk me out of a couple things at Disney where I'm like, am I buying this because I'm at Disney or am I buying this because I like it? And yeah, so times that times a million when you're there for a a special event like the anniversary. And I see Mm -hmm. how people get out of hand, but, you know, don't act like a child um, amongst children. You know what I'm saying? What we need to do, Justin, is we need to design a shirt and I guarantee we'll get C indeed. Yeah, we need to get a shirt with the birthday cake castle on it. I love it. Maybe maybe just the picture of me, you and dad. (laughs) <laughs> that we have yeah like just crudely print that on a t-shirt and just say bring it back <laughs> yeah honestly i think i can make that happen for our next disney trip dude please do please I think do i'm i'm li- i will literally i'm begging please we have that I, now yeah. i really want those shirts okay i think that will have to happen for uh, our next disney trip <laughs> okay um, perfect Cool. And then the the last thing that I wanted to talk about, and then I'll get your kind of overall impressions on the 50th and if you even want to go during this time and, and that kind of stuff. But first, it, or the, the last thing rather is um, wait times. No one's riding rides. I, mean, I was looking at the wait times and I've been listening to like TikTokers mm-hmm. and YouTubers and they're all like, oh, yeah, like there's no lines at the Magic Kingdom what are people doing? <laughs> They're just like standing around and getting. It's Cause everyone, everyone's in line for popcorn. Like, yes. Like, like that TikTok you sent, or did I send that to you? I don't remember. Yeah. But, but like there was like a, a line for popcorn that was about 75 people long. Oh my God. Like, and there's people in that line with their empty popcorn buckets yeah. from the first time they went in there. Yeah. It's, like you're at, you're at Disney. There's better things to do than wait in line for popcorn. Dude. And popcorn. I totally, I don't even blame like Disney for this because how are you as an operations person supposed to figure out like people are going to wait like two hours in line for Starbucks an mm-hmm. hour in line for a popcorn like three hours to get into the emporium and no one's going to be in line for space mountain like no one could have predicted that that's crazy no and and there's no real you know way to fix that the only way to do it is you know i mean they can put another popcorn stand up but there's popcorn stands all over that park right yeah i don't get it man i people are like there was less than 20 popcorn stands in that park yeah yeah Oh, but this one has the red bucket, and this one has blue, and this one has yellow. Oh, who gives a shit? Kick rocks. <laughs> Kick rocks. Yeah. All right, Troy. So um, 
I, I got two questions for you. One, what's your overall impression of the 50th at, at Disney? Um, and two, do you have any interest at going to either an anniversary like this after you've seen all the nonsense or just like during this year for the 50th? I mean, overall, I think it. I think it's good. I like the like the gold statues they put above the characters around the different yeah, parks. Cool. I think that's super cool. I actually have friends who were down there this past weekend, um, and I I haven't talked to them yet about it. But like like they were posting pictures on like their Snapchat or like their Instagram stories and stuff, and it looked really cool. Um, you know, I was shocked when you sent me those wait times and you know, seeing those wait times and like, but like seeing all the lines for the other stuff, it was like, there's a ton of people in these parks, but they're just not doing the park stuff. You're right. You know, they're just kind of there either like waiting in line to get t-shirts or popcorn or whatever. So, I mean, that makes me be like, yeah, I would love to go down there right now because I could get everything done. Yeah. You know, like, like sometimes you know you stretch out magic kingdom all day because the lines are so long but i mean we could be out of there by noon and do everything yeah yeah it's crazy i know yeah we always love to take advantage of short lines but i never would have guessed that the short lines would come from the amount of people (laughs) like there's so many people in the park that the lines are short that kind of is defines logic yeah. Um, and the and other I'm, good thing is like I'm seeing people at other parks no one's at the other parks like it's completely empty everywhere else yeah yeah and, and I'm wondering if that's going to kind of like write itself yeah. you know in a few weeks or so you know because I, I, I can guarantee by I mean maybe not December but like January February it, things are going to be kind of back to normal yeah. for these parks once they get through the first initial you know, 50th push and then the Christmas push. Um, I mean, because like pretty soon they're going to like, are they going to do like the Christmas theming and the Halloween theming like they normally do? Yeah. So they're, they're kind of doing the Halloween stuff and the 50th stuff at the same time. Okay. And then, yeah, they're going to do the Christmas stuff too, but the 50th is going to stay up all year. So right. It's going to be kind of a hybrid, but yeah. I think they'll probably, they usually switch over to Christmas stuff, like, literally the day after Halloween. Yeah. I, I think once once we get through Christmas and, like, New Year's, I think things are kind of, kind of regulate, go back to normal. You know, yeah. that's when you're seeing normal wait times and, you know, normal attendance for the parks. Totally. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think I, I liked, overall, I like what they're doing. Um, I don't like the crowd, so that kind of, I I would be the guy that's at Hollywood Studios on mm-hmm. October 1st. Like, I don't care. I don't need to be there. Yeah. I don't want any of the merchandise. Like, just, I'm going to be in Disney World. I'm going to be in, in line at Rise of the Resistance. Like, don't talk to me about um, all that crap. Which, that's a line we didn't talk about. Because, like, mm-hmm. when they opened up, like, the normal, like, line queue, like, that jumped up to, like, a four-hour wait within seconds. I know, but then it jumped down. Like I, I've seen wait times of that that are not horrible. Like kind of, I think it's been hard. So, which is totally doable. Like that's oh yeah for like the most popular ride in the park. Like mm-hmm. I mean, people have been dying to do that. So, I think a little bit of that was like opening the first weekend that you could do it. Everyone was kind of freaking out about it. But again, yeah. like 
this 50th sweeping momentum away from Hollywood studios and that kind of thing. Like it really hasn't been bad. So um, I'm kind of shocked by that because I thought the the whole move was that they were going to try to build up the line so that people bought lightning lane and paid for fast passes, but it doesn't really look like you need to i mean maybe it was but then the 50th anniversary just kind of took all the wind out of the sails and did the exact opposite of what they thought yeah it doesn't really yeah it doesn't really look like it pays to have a fast pass in magic kingdom if everything's 15 minute wait right because i mean if i mean because i'm sure they were anticipating the influx of guests and having the parks this busy but i mean you can't predict that no one's going to be going on the rides you know like you said earlier so it's just kind of crazy to me yeah pretty soon they'll start charging to get into the emporium to buy something oh gosh they, they <laughs> open up a fast pass lane for that a virtual yeah. queue for the emporium yeah yeah which yeah. hey disney that's not a bad idea Call me. <clears throat> not, not a bad idea all right well that is going to wrap it up for our 50th anniversary special here justin thank you again so much for joining me here Thank you for having me. I always love to talk to you, and I love talking Disney. Hey, of course, anytime. And also, if you if you made it this far and are listening, coming very soon, probably going to be posting on the same day, we are going to have a Venom review on the Movie Buff Bros podcast. So please go check that out. Please go check out the other pods that Justin does there. They're all awesome, very insightful, and he's a great guy uh, and an <laughs> even better brother. So Thanks, with all buddy. that said... Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget your to-go box. See you real soon.